0: Welcome back to the Nudist Trader Podcast, where we trade away everything you thought you was to become everything you want to be. I'm your host, Don Pitts, and I am the
1: Nudist Trader. Let's get started. Yo, here we go. Big Nudist. Welcome to the one, the only, the GOAT, Kobe Bryant.
2: Everything was done to try to learn how to become better basketball player, everything, everything. And so when you have that point of view, then literally the world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. So because you know
3: what you want, the world's giving you exactly the information. 100% 100 because you know what you're looking for. So many guys tell stories about your work ethic. What was really your work ethic like? And for how long did you stay disciplined? Um, Well, I mean...
2: I mean, every day, I mean, since, you know, 20 years. I mean, it was an everyday process in trying to figure out strengths and weaknesses. For example, jumping ability. Now, my vertical was a 40. wasn't a 46 or a 40, 45. Um, my hands are big, but they're not massive, right? So you got to figure out ways to strengthen them so your hands are strong enough to be able to palm a ball and do the things that you need to do. Uh, quickness. I was quick, but not insanely quick. I was fast, but not ridiculously fast, right? So I had to rely on skill a lot more. I had to rely on angles a lot more. I had to study the game a lot more. And, uh, but I enjoyed it though. So like from the time I was, I can't remember when I started watching the game, I studied the game Mm. and it just never changed. It's a good separation for me, you know, emotionally, to be able to put myself in a place where at practice or when I'm training or during games, I switch my mind to something else switch my mode into something else, right? For me, it's the equivalent of Maximus, Desmus, Meridius, and Gladiator picking up the dirt, smelling the dirt. It's go time, right? So that was my mental switch. It was like an actor getting ready for a film. You gotta put yourself in that cage. When you're in that cage, you are that character. Then when you leave there, it's something completely different. But when I'm in that cage, bro,
3: don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. How did you get mentally and emotionally so strong where it doesn't bother you?
2: Well, you know, it's you got to look at the reality of the situation. You know, like for me, it's not, you know, you, you kind of got to get over yourself. It's not about you, man. Like, okay, you feel embarrassed. You're not that important. Like, <laughs> Get over yourself. That, that's where you go. Get over yourself. Right? Like you're worried about how people may perceive you and like you're walking around and it's embarrassing because you shot five air balls. Get over yourself. Right. And then after that, it's OK. Well, why did those air balls happen? Got it. High school year before we played 35 games max. Right. Week in between spaced out plenty of time to rest. And the NBA is back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I didn't have the legs. So you look at the shot. Every shot was online. Every shot was online, but every shot was short. Right? I gotta get stronger. I gotta train differently. The weight training program that I'm doing, I gotta tailor it for an eighty-two game season. So that when the playoffs come around, my legs are stronger and that ball gets there. So I look at it with rationale and say, Okay, well the reason why I shot air balls is because my legs aren't there. I got well, next
3: year they'll be there. That was it. Done. Done. Were there some names that you looked at and says, these three guys are as crazy as
2: I am? I do. I, I, at the time, I deal with what I've referred to as Goat Mountain. I went to Goat Mountain, and I talked to Magic, Michael, Bird, Keem Olajuwon, Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Bill Russell. You know, So I would talk to them. What did you do? What were your experiences? Michael in particular has become my big brother. He's been my big brother since I first came in the league. And what was that process like? So I went to them and started understanding the ins and outs of the game and you know how they approach things and their level of detail and obsessiveness. And, um, that's what I did. The players that had that passion but weren't willing to commit their entire lives to doing that right it's a choice right you have other things you have family you have all these other things that you have to do the game can't really be your number one priority
3: and just looking at that like man this is gonna be fun if if I'm buddies with you from high school if I'm a cousin of yours what happened to our relationship How, how did that gravitate when you went into the league and you're you're determined to become the greatest, so you're determined to become one of the greatest, what happens to our relationship? Well, it suffers. It does suffer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you they, understood that. You were oh, oh, okay with yeah. oh, that.
2: Yeah. And, and the people that love you, like friends and family, right, they know that about you. Got it. So they let you be you. And when you reconvene, you know, you pick back up where you left off. Mm-hmm. But make no mistake about it, everything in between is lost. Right? So those Long-term relationships, the commitment of time of, uh, you know, uh, taking vacations Like I see a lot of players take vacations with other players that are close friends, and I'll oh, just take vacations, just to take vacations, or just hang out, just to hang out. Like I, I I'm not, I never did that.
3: Why why, why, why why didn't
2: you do that? Went, well, because when I retire, I didn't want to have to say, I wish I would have done more. I don't want that. You know, oh my God. you know, you got a lot of people playing their hard-earned money to come watch you perform, perform, perform. It's your job to be in shape. It's your job to be strong enough to perform at that level every single night. And as a competitor, I'm not, I'm not ducking. Like it's not, oh my God, my back hurts. I'm sore. We got to play Vince Carter and Toronto Raptors tonight. We actually had this happen. We had a game against Toronto and 2,000 um, and Vince was tearing the league up. Um, my back was jacked, jacked. But like the perception of that, like what? Kobe's missing the game against Toronto and Vince Carter because you know, my back was really spasming. But people would be like, what? Oh, he's ducking Vince. Excuse me? No, I don't think so. So I would be in the layup line like, okay, there's a lot of days you know you can rest and recover today ain't one of them your back can bother you any other day that shit ain't bothering me today wow. we're gonna he's gonna have to see oh, man. me today
3: yeah oh, Amen. yeah <laughs> if you're looking at a big investments you got to make what is the decision making process there do you call is there first you do your own research you take this much time you call an advisor is there a, is there a system you no, that's pretty pretty simple for me it's, it's do
2: you understand the business is it a business that you can help in some form or fashion? What are the barriers to entry to that business? And then the entrepreneurs themselves, the company itself, right? Do they have a culture that you believe is sustainable? Are these leaders people that you believe in? Are they people that are obsessives? And in turn, have they created a culture of obsessiveness? So I tend to look at those four factors, and that's it. That's big right there, by the way. I don't know if
3: you guys caught that right there. That's pretty massive right there. Um, same determination. What's your current work schedule look like today?
0: It's, it's, uh,
3: it's different because I personally am not
2: writing every word of the novels. I am not animating the films. What I have to do now is make sure that the people that we bring in, these obsessives that we bring in are challenging themselves to do the best job that they think they can do. That's what I'm there for, is for them to constantly look in the mirror and self-assess and challenge themselves. If we have a project and you're saying, okay, I can do that, that's not the project we want. The projects that say, I don't know if I can animate that. I don't know how to write that story. I don't know how to do that. Those are the things we want. Because through that curiosity, you'll reach a level that you didn't think was possible.
3: And so running the studio, that's what I'm doing. You're playing against the Golden State Warriors. Score is 107-109. You guys are close to getting into the playoffs. You know exactly what happens in the game. You go up. You're about to take your shot and then all of a sudden boom yeah felix happens right he went and hit the free throws and then you walked off the stage
1: yeah and you got
3: the surgery done.
2: right oh, i went in the trainer's room my kids are in there and you know they're looking at you and stuff and i'm looking at them and i'm like you know it's all right dad's gonna be all right mm-hmm. it'll be fine it'll be all right it'll be all right it'll be all right as a parent you gotta set the example gotta set the example this this is another obstacle this obstacle cannot define me it's not gonna cripple me it's not gonna be responsible for me stepping away for the game that i love i'm gonna step away on my own terms and that's when the decision was made that you know what i'm doing it i'm
3: doing it
1: Yo, what up, my naked people? Listen, a speech from Kobe Bryant was more like an interview. It was just uh, him just kind of going over his career and uh, just different aspects of like how he saw his mindset and everything. <clears throat> and I think the interview was called uh, The Winner's uh, the winners' Mindset. But I wanted to throw in uh, a golden nugget that I, I found in the interview, which was filled with golden nuggets mind you, but one of them was um, the fact that he went to what he said goat, what he called a goat mountain and he went to like the elders and the, the people who are great in the sport that he's trying to create and he began to pick their brains and ask them just different questions what did they do here, what did they do there or whatever, him doing that to me I think was probably the biggest thing because he he learned from people who's already been tried and true in that position and who was considered the best. And going to somebody who's going, who was the best, and you heard his, his mentor, or you call his big brother, Michael Jordan, going to those type of people and understanding their way of the game and then adding your own flavor to it, you can't do anything but become better. better. So to me, that is a, a nudist concept on its own. I find myself, as I get older, I, I always go to somewhere older and uh, ask them about certain things, or uh, pathways, or you know what I mean, just different roads or avenues that I can take uh, in life. And I call it kind of like hindsight living. You know what I mean? Because I'm not living necessarily, I'm not making the decision necessarily through my own uh, hindsight, but through someone else's. And I use that hindsight or their hindsight to kind of guide me in my own decision. I always tell people this, if you're going down the street and it's a dark road and you don't have any lights, but this road has a bunch of potholes. Why would you just drive down the road knowing that there's someone who's drove down that road before? You know what I mean? If you know someone or you can find someone who drove down that road before, why not contact them or ask them, "Hey, where are the potholes? Or they, you know what I mean, just ask them about the road and everything. And hopefully, they'll be in the right mind, the wisdom, the wise enough to tell you, "Hey, a few pop road holes on that road, but the destination is nice. Uh all this other stuff that they could tell you, right? I feel so strongly about uh the concept of hindsight living, uh that if I saw a book, right, and it was a thousand dollars or however much it was, uh I would buy it just on the strength. I mean, and if it was you know, pertain to something that I'm really passionate about and something that I really want to uh, get into. I will buy the book, especially if it's going to add more value to my life. And the reason being because I don't have to, I can learn someone's experience And I don't have to experience it myself. You know what I mean? Not saying that you you don't have to or you shouldn't make your own experience. And I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying is what I'm saying is you can cut learning curves in half when you uh, when you uh, lean on someone else's experiences. And I think that is so dope, and I, it's a concept that I'm constantly adding to my life and just different areas that uh, I'm trying to apply it in. So, nudist concept, man. Keep everything as simple as possible. Find out who's out there. And I got this thing just beeping like crazy. But find out those people that uh, you're trying to, uh, where you're trying to go, who's already there or who's already been there. And try to get, like, pick their brains on it. Like, what are, you're trying to create something in your life. Find someone who's already created that in your life. Ask them what they did. How did they overcome this? How did they turn left? How did they turn? You know what I mean? Just ask them as much questions as you can. And hopefully you can uh, cut your learning curve in half simply by learning from their from their mistakes. Whew. All right, that's the nudest concept of today. It's hindsight living, learning from someone else's mistakes. And uh in order to be great, y'all be easy. Yo, thanks for tuning in.
0: I really appreciate you coming out and listening and rocking with us. I hope you heard something that can change your perspective or even send you on the right path to creating the life that you wanna create. Listen, if you ever wanna get at me, you can holler at me through Instagram, and that's at the underscore, underscore nudist underscore trader at Instagram, and it's only on Instagram right now. I'm working on websites and Facebook and all that other jazz. And you can also hit me up on my email address which is nudistrader at gmail.com. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. And uh, let's keep this thing rolling.